commitment to you from Rockingham IPL Radio. And good afternoon. You're on IPL Radio with Mish this afternoon. It's Good Vibrations. That's my leading song. Good Vibrations with Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. So today it's Friday and it's raining here in, in Perth, Rockingham. What's gone on with the weather? I don't know. It's awful cold today. Um, so I hope, hope everyone's keeping warm and uh, keeping out of that wet weather. Hopefully it's going to change in, in the short short amount of time, but we'll wait and see what, what goes on. Um, I've actually got a couple of interviewers coming in today. I've got Nigel coming in very shortly. Uh, he's going to be telling us his personal story. And I also have uh, Glenn Baker, who's coming in at around 1.30 today. And he's got an inspirational story that he wants to share with us also. So I'm looking forward to those two interviews today. Um, other than that, we'll put some 80s music on. I've actually got a couple of requests that I need to pump through as well. So let's just play some music now and get settled in for the afternoon. This will be Ant Music, Adam and the Ants. Coming to you from Rockingham, IPL Radio. And you're listening to Mish with Good Vibrations here this afternoon on a Friday afternoon. I think I've got the best shift actually being a Friday afternoon. Everyone's winding down for the weekend. So thank you for joining me today. I've got a special guest in the in the studio with me today and his name is Nigel. Hello, Nigel. Hi. Thank, thank you for coming. Thanks. I appreciate you coming in today. So, Nigel, you've got a little bit of a, a, a story you want to tell us about your mental health yeah. and how it has um, changed you and given you inspiration to do things in your life. So, what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you um, time just to give us your story as you want to speak it. Yeah. The only thing that I ask you to do is to please keep privacy um, in check. So, this is your story, not everybody else's. Yeah. No names, no business names, etc. Yeah. Okay. I just want to also let people know that if there's any triggers that have affected anybody with uh, this story that I'm going to or we're going to give you today, that there is a lifeline number. It's 13 11 14. So if there's any triggers in, um, that are caused by any of these stories today, please give Lifeline a call on 13 11 14 um, and they'll be able to assist you. So I'm going to give the floor over to you, Nigel. Yep. So where do we start with this story? Uh, so I... In my... T- Around about 2009, 2010, I had a really dark, severe episode of depression, mm-hmm. which took quite a long time to get over. And Was it something that actually happened in your life to cause it? Uh, I think there was a medical episode in okay. the family and mm-hmm. it was something I'd never experienced before. Okay, yeah. And didn't know how to... Didn't know how to cope. Okay. Found a support group. Um, oh, good. And so was that the first thing you did, go to a support group? Or did yeah, you seek a medical help in any way? Uh, I'd had counselling, but mm-hmm. I also heard through other people about this support group that was running around the metro area. Okay. So I went along to there yep. for a couple of weeks. How did you feel the first time you walked in there? So nervous. I, yeah. I couldn't actually open the door. That's hard, isn't it? Just that, to step through the door. Yeah. Mm. And um, But when I was in there, I felt pretty comfortable and That's pretty good. comfortable sharing. That's good. They made you feel comfortable in, yeah. in that situation. So did you, were you able to go in with someone through that front first front foot front door or you had, did you have to go in on your own? I had to go in on my oh own. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that would have been scary. Yeah. That was um, – and 
it was it was such a hard such a hard thing for me to do. Absolutely. And um never never been to a support group before and that would have been really difficult. Yeah. So so they welcomed you through the door and um did you open up that night or did you were you quiet? Uh I pretty much opened up straight away. Mm, that's good. And I think because a lot of the other people were sharing as well. Yep. So yep. that that made me feel a little bit easier. That's good. There's a lot of trust involved, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of – and went along there for seven years. Wow. Is so that weekly? That was weekly, yeah. Weekly for seven years. And My goodness. But you would have made some great friends in that time too. Made a lot of great Yeah, absolutely. A lot of great supporters. Fantastic. Are you still in contact with them now? Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately not. Oh. A few of them have passed away Oh, since. no, that's no good. So – and moved on to – Better and other, th- yeah, other things. Other things. So, do you still attend the group? I I um finished up in twenty sixteen. Oh, okay, right. So what? So what did you do? Um, once twenty sixteen hit, where did you did the group finish, or did you just felt like you moved, needed to move on to something new? I one of the big things with this support group was you had to bring a problem to the group. Yep, and they would give you a what they called a practical task, uh-huh. and they gave you a piece of reading to do. Yep. And I was solving my problems before I got there. Oh, okay. So it wasn't, it wasn't the best. It wasn't beneficial for me to continue to go. Okay. So after seven years, you pretty much was able to deal with things with all the stuff that they've taught you in that time. Yeah. So you were at the point where you could. You could pretty much help yourself. Yeah. So you, they you weren't getting the full, um, full help that need, needed yeah. from that at that time. Okay. So yeah. what did you do then? So did you just move back into normal life, or did you need to do something else? Uh, I, I did. Um, pretty much, I've found a few other things to do that pass mm-hmm. my time well, and mm-hmm. I including what? What would that have been? I I found a group. There was a, gr- uh, a lady I met who was a teacher, mm-hmm. so she invited me along to her um, her group. Okay. So it was a seven-week course. And, oh, right. Uh, sort of taught meditation. And, oh, awesome. And then, yeah, I've continued on with her um, since Oh, then. that's brilliant, brilliant. And then I decided I had to set some really big goals for myself. Oh, good for you. And things that I feared doing. So I had a fear of getting in car- I couldn't get in cars without getting a panic attack. Wow. In any car? Yeah. Doesn't matter who it was with? Yeah. Wow. And even buses. I wow. Could, if if I had to get on a bus, I would avoid it. Like, I'd have so many, my heart would start yep. racing yep. and I'd start breaking out in a sweat. Wow. And. Gosh, that's difficult. I was, um, and of course, Without medication as well. Mm. <laughs> like Did you think you needed medication? Was that suggested in any way? Uh, a lot of, yeah, a lot of antidepressants were suggested, but the downside of those, of course, is you, back then especially, mm-hmm. you wanted to eat a lot of fast food and <laughs> have sugary drinks. Absolutely. I'd have been on them before and my weight ballooned out too. Yeah, I'm on meds, can't you tell? <laughs> <laughs> I... I, I went from 
55 kilos to 100. Get out. Wow. And it didn't, no matter what I was doing, wow. it didn't come off. Okay, and so I'll just tell my husband, the reason why I'm, I've got weight on is because of my tablets. <laughs> <laughs> and when I, when I stopped, though, immediately I dropped 20 kilos. Get out. Right, I'm taking my meds off. This. So I, and then I took up cycling. Oh, right, okay. Which helped, and I went down to, I got down to 65 kilos. Gosh. And no matter, now no matter what I eat, I stay the same. <laughs> okay, so it is to do with the, the cycling. Yeah. Wow. And um, Do you cycle in a team or on your own? Just on my own. Okay. Although I've had to stop. I had a lot of inflammation. Oh, no. So I had to stop. Okay. Can I ask how old you are? Uh, 40. Okay. Gosh, you don't look 40. <laughs> I know. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people say that. Things change when you're 40, you know. Things start aching more. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so one of the big, big goals I'd set, so being being scared of being in cars mm. and that, I I set myself a goal of getting into my learner's permit. Oh wow! And with the support of quite a few people, yeah, I managed to achieve that in oh my gosh twenty uh, twenty seventeen. Wow, good for you! I got thirty out of thirty <laughs> on the brilliant test. Well done. Which is apparently a rarity. Oh. <laughs> Really? Yeah, not many people get 30 out of 30 on... That's brilliant. The well done. So, the driving instructor I had here was really good with oh, that's people good. with anxiety. and mm. But the next thing that came up, he would talk about travelling to Melbourne a lot. Mm-hmm. And a year after I started driving lessons, another thing, the, the next thing I had to take off my list was I'd never been outside Western Australia. Oh, wow. That's I'd never one. been on a plane. Wow. So I I booked myself flights to Melbourne. Woohoo! And having – and, of course, having a fear of heights as well. Oh, my goodness. Going 40,000. Massive challenge. Did you go on your own? I got. I went on my own. Wow. Um, with – with, your, with my he, bear. He, if any, everyone can't see, but he's got like his travel bears with him now yeah. sitting on his lap. So. He, um, see, I was giving him the day before my first flight. No. And he he didn't he didn't come out for the first flight. He stayed in my bag because, mm. um, because I was in the dreaded middle seat. Oh, yeah, okay. So <laughs> now, and of course, there's a lottery for that. If you get a middle seat, yeah, you that's right. get the chance to win all sorts of prizes. Yeah. <laughs> But not then. And, yeah, I... So you managed to get to... F- you flew all the way to Melbourne. Yeah. On your own. Where did you stay in Melbourne? What did you do? I I went to... I like the... I found a place in St Kilda. Mm-hmm. And had the... I I liked looking at sets of numbers, if there was multiple sets of numbers. All right. And this one had... The address was triple three. Oh, Wow. And the number had triple seven at the end. Is that right? Wow. So I I took that as a sign. Yeah. I booked the accommodation mm-hmm. and so stayed there for two weeks. Yeah. And how did you how how was it in Melbourne for you? Uh it was a it was amazing to mm. be in the second biggest city in Australia. Yeah. And be on my own with a teddy bear <laughs> and not having any not having any friends over there wow. or family. It was 
but I I just loved it, even if I got lost. Major challenge, though. Yes, yeah. That's awesome. Um, so inspiring. Challenged myself even further with – I went to the MCG. Oh, wow. Was there um, a game on at the time? Yeah. Oh, my it, goodness. It was Richmond and Collingwood. Oh, fantastic. They're two of my favourites, yeah. And – 88,950 <gasps> people. Get out. And one, because you, yeah, 951. And you uh, too. <laughs> I, I, um, I was in the Great Southern Stand. Wow. Never been that high up before. and With that many people. Yeah. And the wow. day before, <laughs> the day before I'd been on the Puffin Billy steam. Oh, I love Puffin Billy. Yeah. I'm from Melbourne. That was freezing. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, good but, fun. But yeah, I, I loved even did a river cruise in the middle of a storm. My goodness, Nigel. So that's amazing. And continue that. So I decided going to go back there after. I enjoyed the flight so much that Good. I would, went back the next year, screaming kids on the plane <laughs> in front of me. <laughs> that's part of the adventure. I, I then set myself the challenge. I wanted to go to Sydney. Yep. But then, of course, COVID. Oh, okay. A little bug called COVID. Yeah, yeah, a little bug, yeah. And I was in Melbourne when it started to come. Oh. So I had to, unfortunately, cut that trip. And the East Coast was worse as well. Yeah. And, and I was meant to go to the area. I was meant to go to Sydney. Mm. Uh, do a Harbour Bridge climb. Oh, nice. You missed out on that. Yeah, so they... They cancelled it anyway, so yeah. I would have wouldn't have. And then yeah, when then of course the borders shut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I managed to trip to Tasmania though. At oh, the don't you love Tasmania? I reckon it's the best state in Australia. My mum was born. Oh, I think so. it's absolutely magnificent. It was. Amazing. By the way, I know just mum is here. <laughs> What's yeah. your mum's name? Uh, Felicity. Hello, Felicity. She's sitting on the couch, so she's just trying yeah. to keep out of it, but she's supporting. <laughs> she's supporting Nigel. Yeah. Yeah, I love Tasmania. I think it's magnificent. I I I I was loved. Um, we flew, flew over the whole mm. east coast of Tasmania Fantastic. and north coast. I love it. Yeah, spent eleven days there. And Spectacular. Then of course they opened their borders and let COVID in there. Oh no! So, uh, but then eventually, as soon as our borders dropped, yep. I the day after I think I was <laughs> at the travel agent. Looking at flights to Sydney, yeah. and I decided, well, I'm now nearly 40. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go and have a look at the Blue Mountains. Oh, my Harbour gosh. Br- do the climb at Harbour Bridge. So, did climb. you do the climb? I managed to do it on the – so, I went on the 8th for the 8th. Yeah. Oh, okay. And – which is a very, very um, auspicious state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I decided – Let's do the summit climb. Oh my gosh! Not realizing that the summit climb involved climbing up four sets of ladders nah. to get onto the bridge. Yeah, that would be a huge effort. And then four sets of ladders coming down. Oh my gosh! Going up's easy. It's coming down that's hard. Yeah, and I, like you, you did it. It was yeah. Got wow, to the top. Nigel, that's fantastic. That's um, absolutely amazing for someone who is actually scared of heights. Yeah, scared of travelling, scared of getting in a car. Yeah, scared of height. You did the Sydney Harbour Ridge. You've flown to many places. Have you been overseas yet? No, that's the next. Thing is it, where would you like to go? Or uh, New Zealand? Yeah, that England. would be nice. Yeah, England's England, fine. but that costs a lot more money and a heck of yeah. a long way. 
heck of a long way. Like 16 hours on a plane. Yeah, I know. I've done it. It's awful. I, I let her, if, if I can get the... If I can get the set for life win, and <laughs> that would just pay it all. Oh, that would be fantastic. That would be it? nice. So what's your next challenge apart from your overseas trip? What other challenges are you setting yourself so we can inspire others out there? Uh, I've been getting an idea for a book, writing a book. Oh, okay. Writing about my te- – sort of using the experience with my teddy. Yeah, like I yeah. take photos of them. Oh, do you? Oh, good. I've got photos of them looking at the Sydney Harbour oh, Bridge. Oh, that's great. Oh, that would be great. Blue so mountains. if you do get that, that book out, uh, out there, Nigel, you let me know and you can come on and, and uh, advertise it. For yeah. And that um, would be great. Oh, that's a really good idea. That would be – it's been going around for a couple of years, but of course, the I keep wanting to add. To it have you have you actually started it? I I've written a draft. Okay. But, oh, good. But then I I realised I missed missed parts out. Oh, so. okay. Have you have you taken it anywhere to be checked over or? I uh, haven't gotten to that point. Haven't yet. got that far. That might be um, the next challenge. And and money, of course. Yeah. You need money. Yeah, that's for sure. That's yeah. Unless we go back to the days of the ancients where you could just write on a tablet, get no, someone to write on a yeah. tablet. Hand out the tablets, yeah. And, um, or an IOU. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. So so you've gone from not getting into a car, let me just go over this again, not yeah. getting into a car to getting your learners. Did you actually get your driver's licence? Uh, I did 10 lessons, but unfortunately the inflammation that. that okay, so, so you, haven't, you haven't been able to achieve that yet. Is that no. something that you want to achieve? Eventually. Okay, so that's still on the list. Um, but yeah. Okay, so you've got your learners. You've done. You've even got into a car and done ten lessons, which is amazing. Yeah. Then you decided that you were going to fly to Melbourne. Yeah. And not only did you fly to Melbourne with a scared, scared of heights, but yet you flew to Melbourne on your own. Yeah. Stayed in Melbourne, a big city, on your own. Yeah. No one supporting you whatsoever. No. And then you decide, I'm going to go to Sydney and climb the bridge. Yeah. So you've flown then to Sydney. Climb the bridge up ladders what, and goodness knows what else yeah. to the summit of the of the bridge. For someone who doesn't like heights yeah. and has anxiety, yeah, that's awesome. And of course, the Sydney Harbour Bridge, the top of the Sydney Harbour Bridge is like eighty four meters. Oh, up. stop it! That's horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like heights. I, I um and yeah I the um I was so nervous that the oh. guy the lead the lead climber he ended up. He invited me to go first after him. Oh, so. brilliant. So he was your support then? Yeah. So you had no family or friends with you on that trip either? No. Goodness just my me. bears. Goodness <laughs> me. Oh, they're your friends. Yeah. Goodness me. So how many have you, have you, have you, how many bears have you got sitting with you today and what, and what are their names? So my main – so the first bear here, he named Terence. Terence? He met <laughs> Isabel Oh, there's Isabel. Melbourne. She's so cute. Found love. Oh. And um, then – in the middle of mm-hmm. that nightmare called COVID, um, yeah. they gave birth to a <laughs> little baby, and Aww. I, I thought the, f- I thought that when I got the name, I thought fearless George. Okay, nice. But very curious. Yeah, always keeps photo bombing my <laughs> photo bo- uh, plane plane photos. And then and we've then got an "I love you" bear there. Yeah, so her name's Angela. Oh, hi, Angela. They're so cute. He's got four little bears with him today, so they're your support, really. Yeah, and um, you go, they go everywhere with you. They travel all over the. That's fantastic. They've and got, and they photo bomb in all the best places around the world. They're going to photo bomb around the world. Yeah, they've got photos um, at the SCG as well. Oh, wow! Can you imagine having them sitting in front of the Eiffel Tower? Oh, 
wow. or Big Ben or Big Ben. Yeah, that would be absolutely uh, amazing. Ella, other Statue of Liberty. Oh God, you name it. There's so many places. So many you could places. Go. Yeah. So many. So you've got some great things on that list to to achieve. Yeah. And um, you should be so proud of yourself, Mummy. You should be so proud of him. This is just amazing. And it's really amazing. inspiring. Really, really inspiring for someone who was scared to even get into a car or go out. And I couldn't even. I was didn't even want to set goals for my. I didn't wow. even know how to set goals for my. So thing. having the goals in your life and having these challenges um, that you've achieved, how did that make you feel inside? I, as soon as, it was, a. I really enjoy. I um, felt this wave of enthusiasm. Like yeah, empathy. Uh, not, not empathy. Sorry. Um, enthusiasm. Yeah, empowerment is yeah. the word I'm using. Yeah, the, empowerment. Yeah. Like just, to. Um, get on a like it was <laughs> getting um getting to the airport that was so nerve-wracking yeah, for me because I, yeah. I actually had a f- like I was breaking down on the budget here thinking, oh, wow. oh should I should I do you this were ch- you were thinking of changing your mind were you yeah yeah Qu- and questioning yourself but when I got when I got onto the plane I I completely zoned out Okay. I just felt so relaxed. That's really good. Did you um, get any sleep? No. <laughs> no, no sleep. It's too much to see. I, <laughs> I, um, and yet I'd been awake since like 5.30 <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> you probably didn't sleep a wink the night before. Probably not, no. And, um, wow. yeah, I unfortunately didn't, I got myself lost in St Kilda. Oh, no. Not the best place to get lost. No, especially with the dark alleys. Oh, no, at night time as well, forget yeah. that. No. It's, um. So I eventually got to my hostel about nine. I'd actually been walking past the hostel three or four times. <laughs> and, yeah, eventually got uh, there about nine o'clock. That's, that's, yeah, that's something I would do. I'm and for, then, um, then had the issue. I couldn't climb the ladders of the um, the bunk beds. So oh, no. Kept banging my head on the bunk beds as well. Waking people up at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, though, there was a lady. She was leaving the next day. Oh, that's so good. She, she let me have the bottom bunk. Oh, that's nice of her. Well, Nigel, your story is absolutely inspiring and I really appreciate you coming in today and yeah. sharing that with us. Yeah. Is there any last words you want to give out those people that are listening to your story today? Uh, any... Any inspirational I, words? <laughs> yeah, I, I often think... Well, the first the first step is always the hardest, mm-hmm. but it gets easier. Yep. And like if if you have a trouble with goal setting, mm. just start small. Set small goals, like not like you did though. You no, were big goals. I I um I probably went a little bit too <laughs> <laughs> over the top, but but it worked for you. But it worked fine. for me. Yeah. It, it's not going to work for everyone, but but don't. But also see failure as, uh, a, it's sometimes failure is a is a form is a part of growth anyway. Yeah, you learn, and, um, yeah. it works. It's it you just have to refine refine your strategies yeah. and yeah, it's such a but the thrill of the end when you actually achieve that goal. Oh gosh, yeah, it leads you to better. And bigger wow. goals. Good for you. Good for you, Nigel. Been ama- it's really been amazing. amazing well, continue go- growing with all those inspiring things yeah. on your list. Um, come back and let me know how you're going. I'd love to hear back 
with you, you know, in six months or a year's time once you've done some more of your travelling. Yeah. Bring your bears with you and yeah. see where they've been next. <laughs> and um, So we're going to um, say goodbye to Nigel now, but he's going to give us a song that he wants to yeah. play today. Why did you want this song, Nigel? So this one really helped me um, in my sort of depression, like mm-hmm. ang- when I was a bit feeling lonely. Yeah. I would, I would ask this question so much and I kept hearing this song constantly and eventually put it on my playlist. Okay. It was the song by Foreigner. Mm-hmm. And what's and the song called, Nigel? I Want to Know What Love Is. And we'll play that now. Thanks, yeah. Nigel. Thanks. <laughs> Coming to you from Rockingham, IPL Radio. And you're listening to Good Vibrations with Mish on this Friday afternoon. Yes, it is Friday afternoon. I think I've got the best shift because it's the wind down of the week. People are starting to relax and getting excited for the weekend. So I like to put on a little bit of music if I can. It's my 80s. I'm the 80s freak here at the studio. Love my 80s music. So hopefully it will give you some uh, good vibrations and tapping of your feet and enjoying music until the end of work today so i've got a couple more music um that i want to play today i've got too shy by kajagoogoo i love this song i'm going to play too shy from kajagoogoo coming to you from rockingham ipl radio and i love that bit of music golden brown by the stranglers Awesome piece of music. Okay, so I was asked if I could play something today by Paul. He's one of our IPL family here. And he's going to the Guns N' Roses tonight at the Optus Stadium. And I promise I'd play him a bit of music from Guns N' Roses just to get you all going. So if you are all going out to Optus Stadium tonight, apparently the gates open at 5. Cosmic Psychos are on at 5.30. Then the chat's at 6.20. And the big ones, the Guns N' Roses, are on at 7.30. So enjoy that tonight. Stay safe, but enjoy that night. Bit of he- heavy metal and a bit of rock. And here's Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses for you, Paul. Coming to you from Rockingham, IPL Radio. There you go, Paul. I promised it. So enjoy your night tonight, Guns N' Roses, at the Optus Stadium. Gates open at 5 o'clock. Um, Guns N' Roses aren't on until, I think, 7.30, I said. But to enjoy your night, Paul, you owe me one. Okay, so I'm going to lead into now into Let There Be Rock by ACDC. Apparently, um, there was a, a anniversary today of poor Malcolm Young. He passed away five years ago on the 18th of November 2017. So this uh, is dedicated to, Ang- sorry, Malcolm Young, I beg your pardon, Malcolm Young. Uh, Let There Be Rock, ACDC. Coming to you from Rockingham, IPL Radio. Oh my goodness, that was five and a half minutes of headbanging. My neck's killing me. Getting too old for this. Um, But that was for Malcolm Young. Um, He passed away five years ago today. Um, I'm going to post some ads now. Part of our job that we need to do, it brings in the monies. So please bear with us while we put some ads on. Thank you. Coming to you from Rockingham, IPL Radio. Oh my gosh, that's one of my favourite bands, Pseudo Echo. I'm a Melbourne girl, so they're a Melbourne band. Um, you're back with IPL, Mish, on Good Vibrations. And I have a visitor in the studio with us, and it's Glenn. Hi, Glenn. Hello, everybody. Nice, <laughs> it's to nice to have you here. It's great to be here, yeah. Now, Glenn, how did I find you? Um, it was on I a Facebook site. 
I believe it was on a group. I don't know if it was a motorbike yeah, group. Yeah, I or think it was, it was a motorbike group. Maybe a local community Because we're both page. riders. Both riders. And um, currently, what are you riding, Glenn? <laughs> I've got a garage full of bikes. Oh, right. Yeah, okay, let's list them. Uh, so I've got the BMW K1200S. Nice. So I rode that uh, up and down the East Coast and around Australia. Mm-hmm. Got the Triumph Speed Triple that I rode from Alaska to Panama. Wow. Uh, 65,000 Ks all around wow. North and Central America. I've got a beer, what's the next one? KTM okay. 11, 1190 oh, Adventure. Nice. Wow. So I ride that, do a lot of motorbike camping with mm-hmm. the Perth Adventure Riders. Oh, yep. Guys, I've got a KTM 690 Enduro, which mm-hmm. I rode around Australia a um, couple of times now. Got about 80,000 Ks on that. Wow. And a KTM 450. Okay. Six days addiction. Nice. So okay, so what's your daily uh, commute? Uh, the 1190 now 1190. at the moment. Okay, yeah, it's cool. sort of a, it's a perfect all-rounder. Excellent. Sort of so um, those people that don't know, I ride an Indian Scout and I've ridden my Scout all around Australia as well. So I think I'm an adventurer. Definitely. But mine was adventure before dementia. Yeah. <laughs> so that, I think I, I, I was dementia it. and then I went on an adventure. <laughs> if I repeat <laughs> myself, the dementia's already kicked in. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so welcome to you, uh, Glenn. And uh, so the reason why I come in, you, I got you in today was the fact that you've got a lot of inspiring stories to tell. Where did it start um, and why did it start? Well, I, I suppose for me, I was living a pretty traditional lifestyle. Mm. I was working as an electrician in mining, working All underground right. mm-hmm. um, for a long time, you know, bought the house, had the car, the mm. girlfriend, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And then I just sort of felt a little bit empty inside, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. And I remember flying in one Wednesday, I was living in Dunsborough, had the house, you know, it was all good. Yep. And just lighting the fire one night, girlfriend sat down, said, what's wrong? I said, None of this means anything, mm-hmm. you know. And I really felt like... I'd worked, put all this effort, everything into building something that just wasn't me. Wasn't fulfilling. Yeah, and I Mm. just, I felt empty inside, you know, and she she said something that was quite, it was an epiphany for me, Mm. and and she said, you know, if if you're not happy, make the changes. Okay. You know, and at the time, it seemed sort of, you know, pretty, pretty cliche. Yeah, yeah. But it made me think, I need to to really do something different. So, do do you think you were suffering from depression? Definitely, yeah. I was yeah. suicidal then. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, well, okay. That's which was uh, okay, yeah. I was an alcoholic and oh, I was right. depressed and okay. But so none of that stuff. And anybody who's going through that, yeah. it's very hard to identify. And I don't think many men in FIFO that I'm yeah. connected with um, identify with that or can express it even. Yeah, yeah. So it's a tough one. It's funny because once I start putting out the ad that I wanted people to come in with their inspirational stories and their mental health stories, I assumed it would be all female. Yeah. But I'm actually getting a lot of men coming in and it's fantastic because normally they're very quiet and don't like to speak about their mental health, but um, I'm actually finding it quite a good response. So I yeah. appreciate you coming in. And, and, and now with quite common groups being yeah. you know, sort of encouraging mm. behind men and it's, it's still very small and mm. you know, we hope to get it out there. But yep, definitely. Um, yeah, it's great. And I've got a really good group of friends. That's good. You know, but at the time, and anybody who is suffering yep. and listening yep. um, will know, you you don't, you feel so isolated when you're like that, yep. you know, and you don't think there's people who will yeah, care. And exactly. So I, I suffer from mental health. And uh, I remember someone saying to me, how can you be depressed when you've got a family, you've got a house, you've got cars, yeah. you've got motorbikes, you've I got holidays. all the boxes. It means nothing yeah. it, it, because that's not, the part, that's not the reason why you're depressed. Mm. 
So I actually, yeah, I can't stand it when people say, but what, you've got everything, yeah, how yeah. can you be depressed? And there's that thing, what what does a depressed person look like? Yeah, you know, you know like it's, yeah, I mean, do, do we all sit in the corner and, and uh, cry in a corner? No, yeah. we get out there and we live our life, but yeah. um, suffering inside. Yeah. Some of us just get a bike and ride around they, the world. You know what, you know, you know what, a lot of people ride for therapy. My husband rides for yeah. therapy. Yeah. Um, he said it's just a matter of getting out there. He thinks of nothing else but concentrating on riding. Yeah, being it's a meditation. Yeah, it is like a meditation. Yeah. He said being the fact he's on a big, bigger bike on the Rocket 3, he's really got to hold on and concentrate. Yeah. But, um, he and, you know, you're hyper-aware. Hyper-aware. When, when you're on a motorcycle yep. and you, People don't you're realize. out there, you know, you're yep. feeling everything. You're yep. so exposed, literally. To everything. You know, all yep. the elements. And I yep. found that when travelling around the world. Mm. You connect with the world differently oh, gosh, when you're yeah. on a motorcycle. Because yep. you smell the things, you yep. feel the feel things. It. Yeah, you feel it. We recently did a car trip yeah. up to Alice Springs and it was... It's just nothing like <laughs> yeah. going on You're the You're in a little bubble. It's horrible. Yeah. It's it's like being stuck in a room. Yeah. You felt I felt nothing. I could I could see not nothing. I didn't feel anything. It was it was horrible. Yeah. You, you, you know, you have you your window connect. open, it don't make any difference. Yeah, you don't connect with your environment. No. You know, and, and then you know, the most important thing for people is, is community. Yep. You don't connect with no. with a community. When you drive through a town yep. in a car, yep. you could drive through when a When you stop on a motorbike or you, you know? camp on a motorbike, yeah. everyone comes to say hello. I was riding my speed travel down through Central America and all that. Mm. Whenever I stopped, people would yep. come and talk to me. Yep. Wow, that's amazing. What yep. are you doing? I was dirty and I had all yep. the bags yep. and stuff. But people were very curious, yeah. you know, and, and sometimes it was hard to get out somewhere. They wanted to chat. And you know what? Yeah. They always want to chat when you're packing up. Yeah, yeah. Did you feel that? Yeah. I always felt that. I was packing up the Most train of the time I'm camping in the bush. Oh, so it's okay. Like, uh, That's probably good. But I wanted the showers and the toilets. Thank yeah, you very yeah. much. <laughs> well, I actually had a funny shower story. I was riding the Continental Divide Trail. Links Canada with Mexico. Wow. So it's all off-road the whole way through, basically following the Rockies. And a friend of mine from Victoria had come over. I gave him another bike and we rode it together. Mm. And we kind of became a bit of a challenge who could not shower the longest. <laughs> uh, it was just two guys riding in the bush, uh, you know, and it was a very mental health journey. We yep. were both going through That's a bit. That's fantastic. And um, to experience that together. But we rode all the way from Alberta oh in Canada gosh. to Salt Lake City. I think it was 10 days, no shower. He had one swim though. He cheated. Oh, that's cheating. One day he washed he, it all yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. He, no. he went for a swim and no shower, no deodorant. But he did have these budgie smugglers oh, on. Oh, forget that looked, it. Looked great. No, I so bet you there's some nice pictures of those. Yeah, there yeah, is. No, forget that. Anyway, <laughs> let's get off of that. Let's go back to the fact that the the, the hard times you were going through at that point in time. Hmm. Was it? Do you think it was related a lot to FIFO? Uh yeah, the isolation. I think. When you stray from the path that, that makes you feel something inside, mm. you know, gradually mm. you sort of are destined to, to leave yourself. Yeah. You know, and I just felt like I'd for so many years done my apprenticeship and yeah. worked and had this idea of what I wanted or what you told. What was, th is, thought was um, the right thing to do. Is successful, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and don't get me wrong, a lot of people are very happy with yeah. that life. Yeah. But when you're not and you don't know any different, mm. you know, I found it quite a conflict in myself. Okay. Because I was, you know, I'm, I was raised with sort of with a farming background, mm -hmm. my family and all mm -hmm. that are farmers. So I was never traditionally, you know, very capitalist minded. I didn't yep. really think, yep. you know, money was the everything. No. And I just wanted to be free, you yeah. know, and just be out yeah. there living my life. So at that moment when the depression kicked in and the suicidal, et cetera, you obviously went to see medical help. No. No, you didn't seek medical no. help. I, I was... Yeah, you know, and I think a lot of people and men will relate FIFO guys who 
really live in denial, mm. you know? And I think that's that was the biggest problem. Once I realised there was a problem, I'd already been suffering for yep. years, yep. you know? And wow. when I looked back and I'd, I, I'd never really drank at work on site. No, you can't. You know? Well, not, not well, yeah, like a lot of the boys, you know, there's ways around it. <laughs> yeah. They all know it. But <laughs> we, won't, we won't mention <laughs> but those. But I never <laughs> wanted to. But it was when I went home, you know, and I used to drink every night yep. and stuff. And it just got bad, you know? And you don't realise that what you're doing, it's it's this snowball effect, yeah. you know? and So what changed for you? Like I said, that night, that night I came home and just everything around me seemed meaningless. Mm. Um, I said, okay, I'm going to make a change. So made a plan to basically save up for a year um, mm. and then we would travel together, my ex and I. Yeah. Um, yeah, we ended up breaking up on that travels, but uh, and I went off on my own. And it was that um, that wasn't on bikes though. No, no, so we began traveling together all around Europe, and okay. that just backpackers and doing a lot cool. of hiking. Yeah, and um, then I realized after we broke up, I was always a motorbike rider, mm-hmm. and I realized oh, I could probably see a lot more <laughs> if I got a bike. Yeah. and so all my stuff got on the bike, and that was it. That was it. You're and then one own. year, that was meant to be one year, stretched out, and that was 2013, 14. I came back, sold my house, had no house in Perth, and mm-hmm. then just kept riding. Just kept going. Kept going. So, so where did you – so you've never sought medical help? No. no I still m- never have. But I got through it by myself. So, you, 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 so you're on the other side? Yeah, definitely. And it was the challenges that you, you made for yourself that got you through? I, I wanted to push myself yeah. physically. Yeah. And then – but I, I just found, like, I moved to Vancouver. I followed what I wanted to do. I wanted to get fit and healthy and happy again. Yeah. You know, and I wanted to do things that I was passionate about. Yeah. And um, one of them be being photography now, which I'd still do, okay. you know, as a bit of work on the side. Yeah. Um, that was my way of expressing myself. Okay. And, you know, growing up as a young man in mining, you, you kind of told, oh, photography's, you know, that's... It's a girly that's, thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't express yourself like that. Yeah. I went to Karratha High School uh, and, you know, I grew yep. up with, you know, in a trade background and mm. none of those guys accepted that you know no. and, and i hid that i used to write uh, poetry okay. and oh stuff, wow okay you know and, and i was holding all that in yeah you know and so it so turns so out i was really good at it and wow I liked there it, you go know? so you could have been doing that years before yeah since i was so young you hold it held it back because people were telling you that it was wrong yeah and society you yeah. know th- you got to think this is 20 years ago yeah yeah, yeah. this is yeah 10 20 so years when ago. when when this when this this night or this morning epiphany thing um did you have because you're obviously you're feeling low at that point mm. and normally when you're feeling low and really empty you have no vision of looking forward what how did you go from that point of, of not having anything to knowing where you're going to be going um, or what you wanted to do you it was quite it was a bit of a long process yeah. that next bit because after breaking up in England mm. I traveled all around Europe drinking myself silly okay. you know and I was in Poland in Krakow one night and on the phone to my best friend around Christmas time, and he said, "Oh, you know, you you got to pull your stuff together, you yeah. know, like sort yourself out." And I was like, "I don't know what I'm doing," and mm. uh, you know, it, it was it was kind of that breaking down moment, yep. um, where you hit rock bottom and said, "Okay," and and Richie said to me, "Oh, you know, fly to Canada, do your thing, do yep. what you wanted to do," yeah, and that was it. I was either return home or go to Canada. Wow. And how are you financing this? With the sale of the house. Oh, and, okay. Because I'd saved up money for both of us to travel. Oh, and right. And obviously she had Only the left. One. Yeah, of course. You know, so. Wow. So, so you've gone from that moment of depression with suicidal mm. 
uh, that sort of thing, to having a vision of what you want to do and to fulfil your life. Fulfilling your life meant expressing yourself, fitness, travel, Definitely. all that sort of thing. Yeah, I'd become extremely unhealthy and drinking yeah. all the time and all that. Was okay. Yeah. So, but, but you did travel and you were drinking. What, have you stopped drinking? Uh, I've started again. I, do, I was sober for three years yeah. completely. And then I uh, had a few on my best mate's wedding. Uh. <laughs> I flew back to Australia in 2017. Yeah. And I realised I didn't need alcohol to okay, to enjoy myself. Yeah. You know, and I, I was confident in myself to, I could hang out at a party sober and talk to people. And that's been people. okay for you. Yeah. Great. Did you go cold turkey? Yeah, cold turkey. You did. That was, yeah. that was the only way you could do that. Yeah, okay. in Vancouver. I moved there, just bought heaps of sports gear, wow. bicycles and wow. stuff. and. Yeah, just went, went about getting fit. And I started a little group over there yeah. um, to kind of help other people. You know, now there's know, probably 14, 15,000 people in that wow. group. Wow. Yeah, but it wow. began as just a way of connecting with other people like me. Wow. So after, so you've done your travelling, uh, you've done all your sports stuff, your riding, all that sort of stuff. Where are you at now with your mental health? Uh, really good. I, I live a life that's probably pretty alternative to what people are used to mm-hmm. and I, f- I feel a lot of that pressure coming back to Australia because people expect you, why aren't you doing this? Oh, right. Ticking these yeah, boxes. Yeah, seen you before. You know, but now you, know, you have to stay true to yourself mm. because you don't want to resort to going back to doing those things. Yeah. Um, so that's been an interesting challenge. It's, so it's, it's going to be a continual journey, right? Yeah, I think so. And mm. But through things like this, hopefully you inspire other people yeah. to do whatever it is they yeah. are passionate about. Yeah. And realise that there are alternatives out there. Yeah. If you don't feel that you perhaps fit into that box. Yeah. You know, at the moment I do a lot of photography, videography mm. stuff. Um, just no, before. So no more FIFO? Uh, I was last year a little yeah. bit, but that was only to buy a house and okay, renovate yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, do what you got to do. Yeah, do what you got to do. And um, But before COVID, I was filming in the Himalayas. Oh, my gosh. You know, like I was paid to ride and wow. film up there. Uh, look, I've got to ask you, have you ridden in Nepal? Uh I've been on the border, both borders, Tibet and oh, India. Because I was, we were supposed to and ride and uh, do a trip in Nepal, just when COVID hit. Yeah, we were three days out of travelling. Oh yeah, and they closed the borders in Australia. And we couldn't get there, so that would have been amazing, though. It, it is amazing up yeah. there, and um, yeah, I know a lot of the guys who follow me and mm. on my journey, and um, you know, I post it all the time, and we we actually went up. I was sort of seconded by another adventure company, oh, and right. we he said I met a guy in New Delhi, and. He Fantastic. ended up following him through the Himalayas um, with 20 guys from Singapore and Malaysia. Wow. Just documenting that. Have you ridden Vietnam? Yes, yeah, yeah, north to south I've on the Ho Chi Minh Trail. Yeah. And yep. yeah, I've done 65 countries now. So That's amazing. Um, most of Asia, um, North America, uh, wow. you know, Russia, Europe. Um, so how do, you your bi- how do you get your travel your bikes though? Usually if it's – the way I've figured – is if I'm there, because none of it was planned. Mm. And that's the difference between my travels around the world compared to a lot of other yeah. people plan it. They're yeah. like, one year, yeah. we're going to go do this big trip. Yep. Whereas I was like, where am I going next? Wow. What am I doing next? That's Make courageous. it up as I went. Wow. Um, all I knew is I didn't want to come back and work in the mines. <laughs> and um, so it sort of worked out if I was there about a month, a month usually, rent a bike. or Okay. So I bought and sold a few bikes yep. along the way. It's but cheaper to do that. But I only ever shipped one. And that was my triumph from Vancouver back to Perth. Wow. So uh, oh, that's okay. So it's just one trip. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people talk to me about shipping bikes and that. And yeah. I, I've always found for me personally, I don't get attached to them. Don't you? Um, Even though they've really. been around, around the world with you, these no. bikes. 
Not not those ones. Uh. See, mine, because it's been around Australia, I'm attached to my bike. It's yeah. got sentimental value now. So I don't think I could get rid of it. It's funny because now the bike's in my garage. All those bikes are quite hard. Yeah. But now mm. I've got a home for them. Yeah, true. Sort Something of thing. Like, whereas yeah. before it was just on to the next. On to the, the next. next one. Yeah. It, was just, it was just a means of getting to the next. Exactly. Next it, was a, it was a conduit for me to travel, to yeah. experience life. And wow. And so it was quite exciting to think, what's the next bike? Unbelievable. You know, the next yeah. One, yeah. Where am I going to be next? Did yeah. you get in any posty bikes? Um, I've ridden them. I haven't owned any. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and actually, um, there's a really amazing guy, Ed March, who rode a posty bike around the world. Oh, and, wow. Um, doing a lot of great stuff for mental health and wow, that too. Wow, really? And, is he Australian? Um, he's a British guy. Oh, British. Okay. But he has C90 adventures and does wow. crazy stuff. He's riding, he's driving a little mini Jeep, like a kid's yeah. Jeep. What? Like around somewhere at the moment. <laughs> like, yeah, he, he's amazing. Oh, wow, that's so amazing. I missed him in Mexico. We were there like a day apart. Oh, like we'll go on the other way. no. Yeah. So what's the journey ahead? Um, at the moment, yeah, just enjoying life, the mm. routines, you know. After living out of a back back to routine, uh, living out uh, living out of a backpack mm. for, for a long time, um, you miss things. You miss just being able to unpack your toiletries mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and not have to think about things. And do you know what I found when I was traveling? Because I only traveled for seven and a half months when we were in a, a, a camp trailer thing. So I found that just opening a door yeah. was weird because I was unzipping all yeah, the time. Zips, you know, yeah. just opening a door is like wow. <laughs> and toilet paper, oh my yeah. gosh, <laughs> toilet paper and caravan parks is the worst, cheapest stuff ever. Yeah, nasty. It's nasty. So seven and a half months of toilet paper, no, not good. Didn't get into the the wet wipes situation. No, I should probably have done yeah. that. They're a good Didn't investment. Yeah, they are a good investment. <laughs> yeah, you're camping in the bush. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. what's the plan ahead? Um, so you're, you're back yeah, into your routine. Enjoying being back in Perth, friends, family, yep. um, you know, being able to wear different clothes. Yeah. It's cool because I lived in motorbike gear yep. for years. Same boots all you know, the way. Yeah, yep. it's just, it's crazy. But yep. you just think, oh, it'd be nice to go shopping and buy something I can wear. <laughs> yeah, because on the bike, you throw something, put something in, you got to throw something exactly. out. So, yeah, next year I'll probably do a big trip. What's the plan? Um there is oh no dear. plan. No, oh, of course, there's no plan. Uh, <laughs> prob- probably, you know, around Australia and just think about it. Yeah. 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 One thing was to ship my 690 enduro to Malaysia or something. Okay. And ride it to Scotland. Wow. It's kind of um, through the stands. I've been reading the uh, Silk Road books. And wow. That and thinking, oh, I could do that. And that's something I haven't experienced. Wow. Did you do so Tasmania? I haven't yet. That oh, was come part on. of this next. It's yeah. the best state in Australia for riding. Yeah, I can't wait to go there. The Probably best. on the 1190 next year. It's the best yeah. place to ride. So, and I know there's a bunch of guys who have sheds converted for motorbike riders and stuff oh, like okay. there. So, yeah. yeah. No, it's the best state. It's yeah. absolutely magnificent on the bike. Secretly, I kind of want to live there. I know. You know <laughs> I what? It's, it's, it's a beautiful place. But when I went, which is in February of, of a few years ago, but it was the best weather. Yeah. And I think that's only a short amount of time. I think the rest of it is just really See, I bad. love the cold and that. See, I'm, I, I do. Like, I'm yeah. built for it. Yeah, I it's do. My it was really cheap to buy there. Viking, um, oh, is that, yeah, is that what yeah. it is? <laughs> yeah, built for chopping wood, you oh, know. Oh, there like, you go. Yeah. Oh, you never know. Yeah. You might find something down there and never never leave. That's it. Yeah, maybe a little motorcycle You can't hostel. say you've been around Australia without being in Tassie. I know, I can't wait. Yeah, Tassie, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I've done every state and every territory, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that's Good. kind of the plan for the future at the moment. And Yeah, and I'd love to go back to the US and... Yeah, for anyone who hasn't been there, fantastic motorcycle adventures oh in the US. Really? On-road, off-road, 
It's designed for road trips. Wow. You know, it's amazing. So what have you got? You've got your, you've got podcasts, etc. Do you want to p- p- post, you know, let us know what they're um, all about? Well, mostly I'm not very social. <laughs> uh, so mostly I just post on Instagram my photos on mm-hmm. West Coast Wanderer. Yep. Um, my photos. And then I do a little bit of stuff on the Facebook page, West Coast Wanderer. Yep. Yep. Um, a lot of people have been saying get into podcasts, get yeah. into like a YouTube channel, whatever. Yeah. But it's just not Because that might, might finance your trip. Yeah, I guess I've come up with alternative means, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like a little part of me loves that secrecy of okay. it. Okay. The privacy, you know. Fair enough. Um, yeah. A lot of people thrive on it. And I know a lot of friends out there, popular people riding around the world. Yeah. Um, but it's never been my thing. So. Okay, fair yeah. enough. But it's great that you can um, let us know your story and inspire us with the fact that you've gone from that dark place to being more positive and living your life that you want now. Yeah, it's it's amazing when you you know you do realize that in that moment you feel so you know lost and then yeah. but you but it's out there for you too yeah. you know to be able to find something you love get behind it find you know whatever makes you feel good in yeah. life yeah go do it because yeah, yeah it's you only yeah, get one chance it has least. changed my life yeah that's brilliant yeah fantastic I really appreciate you coming in and telling us your story oh, it's been fantastic and. Um, I don't think I'll be able to ride with you, though, because <laughs> you sent me pictures of you in creek crossings and goodness knows what, so you can forget that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he didn't come out today, and it's raining today. I was a bit bit disappointed in Yeah, that. and I actually thought uh, Jess was going to be with me as well. Oh, I felt a bit sorry okay. for her, but uh, she didn't come. So. Oh, okay, no worries. <laughs> um, any last words that you'd like to um, tell us? Oh, I just, you know, think it's um, really special that the people are getting behind these sorts of mm. programs and... Um, would encourage people to, to find something they love to do and yep. um, invest their time and energy yeah. uh, into that. And, yeah, don't if sweat don't sweat the small stuff. That's it. Know. So if you know of anyone who'd like to come in and have a chat, Yeah, let us of know course. And, and, and if anybody me. wants to talk to me, yeah. I'm always um, on West Coast Wanderer So Facebook West Coast Wanderer or, Facebook. Um, yeah, send me a message. and No websites um, or anything like that? Uh, I used to. It's all closed down you now. Closed so it down. You know, it's too much work. Uh, it's a lot of work. It is. Yeah, yeah, a lot of work. Excellent. Yeah, through the Facebook and uh, send me a message or whatever. Brilliant. Okay. I forgot to ask you what song you want, so I'm afraid you're going to have to have what I've got. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you uh, like 80s? I love 80s. Oh, yeah. you love it? Okay. Then, then, then we'll be fine. Yeah, so, yeah. again, thank you so much. You're Appreciate welcome. it. No, Ride thanks. safe. And um, hopefully I don't see you in those keep, press keep crossings. Keep it uh, rubber side down, eh? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. More music. Better mental health. Only on IPL Radio. You're listening to Good Vibrations with Mish. That was where we just had Glenn, Glenn in with a wonderful interview today with his inspiring stories and also a fellow motorbike rider. So um, thank you, Glenn, for coming in. And if you ever want to come back, please do. Um, love to hear your stories. If anyone else has any um, mental health inspirational stories, we'd love to hear from you. Um, you can contact us through our Facebook site, which is IPL Radio, or I have a Facebook, um, one of my own. It's Mish IPL, so it's M-I-S-H space IPL. You can chat with me through um, Facebook and we can organise for you to come in and have a chat. Or you can actually email in your stories and uh, I could read them on air. But please, um, yeah, if you're listening, please go on to IPL Radio and join us there. And um, Or you can contact me through my Facebook site, which is M-I-S-H space I-P-L. That's Mish I-P-L. That would be fantastic. Okay, so I'm going to do a little bit of an inspirational thoughts today about music. 
So it says, music can change your mood in a second. Listen to music that makes you smile. Music, sorry, sometimes music is the only medicine that the heart and soul need. Music washes away f- from the soul the dust of everyday life. Yeah, pretty cute. Uh, where words fail, music speaks. I think that's pretty awesome. And the other thing I really wanted you guys to think about too was I'm really wanting to hear your pay-it-forward stories or your selfless acts of kindness. I really would love to hear any stories of either receiving an act of kindness or giving act of kindness. So again, you can contact me on my Facebook page, Mish, that's M-I-S-H space I-P-L, and I'd love to hear your pay-it-forward stories. You may have um, received a wonderful pay-it-forward or you've given out a pay-it-forward or a selfless act of kindness would be great. Um, recently I paid for someone shopping at the shopping centre. He was struggling with his uh, money to pay for his shopping. So I decided just to tap my card and, and uh, pay for his shopping. So that was my selfless act of kindness. I also donate some fruit to a nice guy who has uh, his son coming in with him on a Saturday. I give him some fruit to give the kids on the weekend. That's my selfless act of kindness. Um, yeah, if you just give someone something nice or pay it forward, it's always a great feeling to do something good for people. So yeah, send send me your selfless acts of kindness on Facebook, Mish at IPL. That would be fantastic. Okay, well let's try some more 80s music and this is The Freak by Sh- Coming to you from Rockingham, IPL Radio. And welcome back. You're listening to Good Vibrations with Mish this afternoon. It's Friday afternoon, guys. How exciting. Weekend's ahead. I hope you've got some plans ahead of you or you're just going to relax. All good. Either way. Um, let's uh, enjoy the afternoon. Enjoy the evening. And it'll be Saturday morning before you know it. Um, I actually made a, a... I forgot when Glenn was here with my last interview. Glenn was uh, just here and he's just left about 10 minutes ago. He wanted to put a shout-out to his pop. It's his pop's 95th birthday. 95. Good on you, pop. So that's Glenn's pop. And it's his 95th birthday. Happy birthday, pop, from Glenn and family. So that's my uh, birthday call-out. <laughs> okay. So let's do a little bit more music. Let's get some feet tapping and get into some good mood for the afternoon on a Friday. Here's Walking on Sunshine with Katrina and the Waves. More music. Better mental health. Only on IPL Radio. Hi, you're listening to Good Vibrations with Mish this Friday afternoon. I wanted to talk more about selfless acts of kindness, or some people call it pay it forward. I've just gone on the internet just to see what things we can do over this Christmas season. Um, It gets really difficult for people this time of year. People get lonely, um, they go without. So I'm just looking on the internet to see what things we can do as a selfless act of kindness. So one of them that came up was donate blood. That's an awesome idea. There's always, they're always Australian Red Cross are always in need of donors, um, and without them, they can't deliver the services critical to the health of our community. So it's a really good way of, of giving a selfless act of kindness is to donate blood. So you can contact the Australian Red Cross and um, see if you're eligible. The other thing that um, indicated that um, because we're changing of seasons from a winter to a summer, how about you cull your wardrobe? Go through some stuff to see that doesn't fit anymore. 
it's the wrong season, wrong style, you don't like it, you've never worn it, cull your, your wardrobe and see if you can donate your clothes to either Red Cross or there's many other places out there that will accept your your clothes with thanks. So cull your wardrobe. Um, the other one they've indicated was show thanks to your food delivery driver. That's nice. Um, so maybe if you're senior delivery driver, maybe... I don't know, give them a chocolate or give them a bottle of water if it's a hot summer's day. Just say thanks. It doesn't have to be a gift. Just say thank you and I appreciate you. And um, the other one that's indicated is shout a stranger a coffee. So if you're in a queue and there's a queue of people um, that are getting their coffees and you've got yours and pay for yours, how about saying, look, I'll pay for the next person's coffee? That would be a fantastic thing to do. Yep, I'll pay for your next person's coffee. And just to see the reaction on the person's face when they know that their, their coffee's been paid for. Um, that would be a, a really good act of kindness. The, only, the other thing too, over this Christmas season, is donate to Christmas fundraisers. There's lots of fundraisers out there at Christmas time that needing um, food d- donated, um, anything donated during these Christmas times, maybe some gifts. Some charities have gift uh, toy runs. I know the motorbike um, family do um, charity rides that don't donate toys to children so that's another idea to donate to Christmas um, Christmas fundraisers uh, support local business Not quite sh- so for example if you're on the radio you could advertise a local business you could um, make sure that your word of mouth word of mouth is always a big thing with uh, supporting your local business going to small businesses rather than to the large businesses so if you've got a local hardware store or a local shop rather than the big the big stores, go in and support a local business. Um, there's another one, practice gratitude to loved ones. I think that's mainly just saying thank you and I appreciate you and telling people that you love them uh, and try and tell them you know often because people forget and it's just nice to hear those words that I love you. So selfless ca- acts of kindness or as some people call it, pay it forward. If you've got stories of your own that you've either received a selfless act of kindness or you've given a selfless act of kindness, how about you let me know that story so I can read it on air. Um, You can catch me on my Facebook page, which is Mish, that's M-I-S-H space I-P-L, and you can message me with your stories. I'd love to be able to read them on air. So looking for your selfless acts of kindness or pay-it-forward stories you've either received or you've uh, given, um, check me out on my Facebook, Mish, M-I-S-H, space I-P-L. I'd love to hear your stories and be able to read them out. That's your uh, Pay It Forward stories. Brilliant. Thank you so much. And here goes for another song. More music. Better mental health. Only on IPL Radio. Hello, you're listening to Mish Good Vibrations here on a Friday afternoon. The best shift, I think, of the week, Friday afternoon. Everyone's relaxing and getting all excited for the weekend. Hope you've got plans. I uh, hope the weather changes because it hasn't been too good here in Perth today. It's been a bit bit wintry and yet we're springing at the moment. So, yeah, let's hope it changes. So if you want to contact me, um, I have a Facebook page. And you're very welcome to to say hi. And it's Mish, that's M-I-S-H space I-P-L. That's M-I-S-H 
space IPL. You're welcome to contact me on Facebook and let me know how, you, how I'm going with my sh new show. This is my fourth show now, so I should be getting a little bit better. So come and tell me how I'm going. And please come and tell me also your pay-it-forward stories or your selfless acts of kindness. I would love to hear those stories, the selfless acts of kindness, especially during this Christmas season coming up. Um, yeah, that would be great to hear your stories. I'm going to play a couple more songs and then Cheryl's coming in and we'll have a quick chat with her before she takes over. So enjoy The Boxer Beat by Joe Boxers. Coming to you from Rockingham, IPL Radio. Hello, you're listening to Mish with Good Vibrations here on a Friday afternoon. I've got Cheryl in and she's doing her Dancing Through the Decades. Yes, Hi, Cheryl. Hey, yeah, hey. Hi, Mish. what have you got going today? Today we've got, we're looking at the um, 80s, 80s movies. Awesome. Like, you know, the classic cult movies. Mm, like I love it. Breakfast, Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink. What about Ferris Bueller's Day Off? I was mentioning that. I didn't get the, any soundtracks from oh, them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I've... Yeah. That's on here. I, I can I've uploaded yeah. it. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So I will check do, that do. as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one. <laughs> that way, yeah. So no, I, I will d look up some of those songs as well. And um, so, yeah. I'll Bre just Breakfast Club? Breakfast Slug, Labyrinth, Footloose, Flashdance. Oh, awesome. Top Gun. You know, there's a whole there's load so of them. Such classics out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 80s. I mean, you can't go wrong whole with the 80s for sure. So, yeah. Absolutely amazing. So, uh, music that goes along with the movies? Yeah, some soundtracks, the iconic sort of soundtracks, you know, Ghostbusters as well. So Oh, yeah, yeah that'd, be great. that'd be and great. And, yeah, just, just iconic movies. So, it's pretty much an 80s fest today. Oh, me. yeah, no, it is with me as well. Yeah. So, everyone's got 80s fest yeah, today. Yeah, but, yeah, so but that's yeah, what you can't go today. wrong. You know, can't. it's all fun. It's all it's fun. It's fun. It's just, and then, yeah, a bit of, Info about the movies and that's pretty much uh, it. You're on today. your own today, I believe. I'm on my own today because Richard's um, doing exams. So Sorry. good luck with those exams, yeah, good Richard. Luck, Richard. And all yeah. the best. Um, all the best with that. So yes, yeah, so you got me, and um, so yeah, it'll be just me and um, and the eighties and the eighties. Nothing wrong with that. No. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to go out with my last song and I'll say goodbye. So if you want to catch up with me on Facebook, it's Mish, M-I-S-H space I-P-L. Come and check me out. We can have a chat. Let me know how my, my uh, show's going and if I can do any changes and your selfless acts of uh, kindness stories would be fantastic. So check me out on Facebook, Mish, I-P-L. And I'm going to go out with girls just want to have fun with Cindy Lauper and awesome. then you'll be with Cheryl. Okay, cheers. Have a good weekend. Coming to you from Rockingham, IPL Radio.